Have you noticed an uptick in your anxiety over the last few months? That may be in part due to the worldwide pandemic, but it may also be because you are an empath and you're picking up the energy and anxiety around you. Empathy in this situation with the COVID-19 will create a new level of anxiety. Not because you're not coping or there's something wrong with you, but because you are feeling all the heightened feelings of those around you. A psychic is someone who can read people's minds, which I am not sure is a real thing. But an empath is someone who can feel the feelings of others. This, I believe, is possible. We can and do feel each other's feelings. When we come into contact with somebody in a bad mood, we can feel it. When your child is angry, hurt, or sad, you can feel it. It doesn't matter if they try to hide their feelings. You still know. Parents are empathetic with their children. Couples are empathic with their lovers. Feeling each other's feelings is a part of being human. And in this time of crisis, with the anxiety in the world climbing, if you can feel other people's feelings, your anxiety will redouble. If what I have just said pretty much describes you and how you've been feeling, stick around and learn how to deal with your feelings and deal with the feelings of others. Hi, I'm Brett, licensed psychotherapist and the executive director for The Gathering of Good People. We're a nonprofit dedicated to supporting your growth emotionally, relationally, and spiritually. We have created this new series called Anxious to address the anxieties that have been created with the coronavirus. Now, let me start by asking a little bit of a question here. Have you ever read anything from Ray Bradbury, like the Martian Chronicles, particularly? He... In the Martian Chronicles, he writes about people from Earth colonizing Mars. The only trouble is that there are already people living there, Martians. His book basically chronologizes the invasion and conquest of Mars. It's just like any other colonial takeover where, you know, we've done all over the world for all of our history, and it does not go well for the Martians. All of Ray Bradbury's books are amazing, so I definitely, definitely recommend it. But I want to share one part um, somewhere near the end where the last Martian comes out of hiding and he tries to mix in with humans. 
What's interesting about Martians, little backstory, is that they are extreme empaths and shapeshifters as well. They can feel what others are feeling. And when they uh, come into contact with you, they can feel what you need them to be. And they transform themselves into exactly what you need. They are extremely compassionate race. Well, this final Martian made his way into this crowd of people. He was trying to hold himself back, but his face kept shifting. He would look at someone and then he would start to shift into the face of the person that they longed for him to be. Maybe a long lost brother. He would see a woman and then he would change into the son who was still back at earth. And on and on it went. He changed faces as he caught the glance of somebody in the crowd. Finally, our Martian collapsed and died. He was unable to be there for everyone he touched. He lost himself in connecting to everyone else. Now, the book, The Martian Chronicle, it's a warning. Not a warning about any future Martian invasions, but it's a warning for you. If you are an empath, you are in danger of being overwhelmed and lost in the needs and feelings of those around you. I think empathy is a really beautiful thing. It's the number one skill I am teaching couples who are struggling in their marriage. I find more than communication skills, I, I call them speaker skills, I find that couples need to learn to listen, or what I call listener skills. I'm a major fan of empathy and being an empath. It's what makes us humans. It is what connects us to one another. However, empathy has limits, particularly if you're not strong in who you are. If you're overly focused on loving others and you don't know how to love yourself, being empathetic can be dangerous or even hazardous to your mental health. In caring for others, like this Martian did, you can lose yourself. Maybe you will not die like the Martian did, but you can forget who you are. What worries me even more is that what happens with the coronavirus and the pandemic. Some say it's a big deal. And they have big life and death feelings about what's happening. While others say, oh, it's not a problem. But instead of having no emotion around the virus, those people have huge feelings. Those people who don't think it's, an, it's a non-issue have huge feelings to those who are anxious. They're angry. They're angry with all the 
restrictions and any fear others may have that would impact their lives. What that means is that there is a lot of emotions going along, going around out there. Anger and fear are flooding all of our nervous systems. And you, as an empath, are picking it all up and holding it in your body. Well, that's going to be particularly bad for you. You're holding your own anxieties and the anxieties of the world. Well, let me give you the answer in a really simple phrase. What you need to do is be a pipe, not a pot. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope this helps. Again, I'm Brett Williams, your favorite shrink. See you next time. What? What? Oh, you don't understand the difference between a pipe and a pot? Oh, oh okay. Okay, let me explain a little bit more. <laughs> Jumping the gun a little fast there. <laughs> this problem with empathy, that, that people are taking on other people's feelings to the point where it's actually a detriment to them, is a very normal problem problem, one that I, as a therapist, I deal with almost every day. Um, and it's the cause of natural therapists, people that are really gifted in therapy, to burn out. See, sitting 10 hours a day with my clients going back to back to back, you can become flooded with lots of their emotions. Luckily, I don't do that every day, just a few days a week. But being an empath and having empathy, I think, is a gift from God. It's also a burden if you don't know how to handle it right. And as I have hopefully described above, it, it can really burn you out. The key to empathy and to all feelings is flow. See, emotions are energy, energy in motion. And when your energy collapses, the feelings they produce are often what we think of as negative, like fear, hurt, and anger. The secret to healing and helping those emotions is to create flow, get the, to get the emotional energy flowing again. I think of emotions much like water. If you take water and you pour it into a tub, into a basin, somewhere that the, the water cannot go anywhere else but just stays there, it will stagnate. Water needs to flow to be healthy. Your energy and emotions need the same. That's why people come to therapy to talk. It helps get their emotions moving again, to say what their feelings, what their feelings. Sorry. However, it's not helpful if the therapist then takes what the client is saying and holds it on to themselves. If the therapist holds the client's emotions, it will collapse the therapist and make him or her sick. What to remember today 
as we go through this crisis is that if you are around people in pain, let the emotions come through you. When my clients leave, their feelings leave with them. I can't hold on to all the feelings and emotions that flood in from my long days. Each client comes in, each client goes out, and each time I let their emotions go with them. And that's the way it needs to be with you. If you're in an empathetic situation with, with people you love, or if you're in a just in a situation being around people in general, you need to let their feelings be their feelings. You can feel them. They can connect to you. They can flow to you. But you have to let them flow through you. You can't hold on to them. Or, like the story of the Martian, it'll kill you. Now, let me help with a little bit more direction on exactly how to do that. First thing I want you to do is I want you to start with a body scan. Notice inside your plate, inside yourself, places that are tense. These are emotional dams where your energy is becoming blocked. Focus on one of the spots, one spot at a time, and give that area of your body your full attention. Where your attention goes, energy flows. It's a phrase that we use a lot here at the gathering. So blocked energy is oftentimes unconscious. So be aware of yourself and your body. Then begin to use your breath, particularly your exhale breath, and relax the tension, stress, or collapse in your body. Do this kind of cleaning every evening so you're going to bed clean and clear. Every time you may be watching the news or talking with friends or family and feeling any kind of tightness build up, clear it out with your attention first, bringing your focus, holding it on that area, and then using your breath. Again, thank you so much for being a part of our gathering of good people. I'm Brad, your favorite shrink, and I hope to talk to you again. Please join our website and join our gathering at thegatheringofgoodpeople.com. Take care. <laughs>